Welcome to Embrace the Spiritual Podcast. Join friends Michelle and Dawn as they share tips on how you too can open your heart, raise your vibration, and reclaim your sovereignty. Hear what they have experienced and overcome in their spiritual journeys while navigating this expansive spiritual multiverse. Discover how they transform their soul lessons from ordinary into extraordinary. Follow, subscribe, and share. Embrace the spiritual on all podcast streaming services, YouTube, Instagram, and Facebook. Go to EmbraceTheSpiritual.com for additional content and a list of upcoming episodes. To book an aura regression or raw Reiki session, contact Dawn on her website, alchemy-sacredsound.com, and Michelle on her website at energeticembrace.com. Welcome back. Sorry we missed you last week and we were on some missions for healing Gaia and we won't be sharing too much about that in this episode because we had a chakra block full episode to share with you about lifting the veil from the inverted world. You're probably thinking what in the world does that mean? What's the veil? You probably all heard about the matrix. That's really what the veil is. The matrix is really this kind of false sense of being in the world and these things that are being controlled and manipulated and messaging pushed down to us that we do not have to live in that matrix. We can break through. And that's part of what we want to talk about this episode is a how to recognize these false fails that are being put in front of us that are essentially directing us how to live. And we want to be able to identify it so that we know how to walk through and stand in our power and really breaking through that matrix, really bringing that power back to us. And right now, so much of the world is giving their power away to corporations, government, church, whatever the establishment is, they all have similar agendas, so to speak, on the messaging that they're controlling and imparting on us. And that's taking away our free will. If you remember our free will episode that, yes, we do have some quote unquote rules that we live within, like, yes, please stop at stop signs and all that kind of fun stuff. We're not saying anything about, you know, free will blowing through stop signs by any means. So please don't do that. It's taking back your power in decision-making on how you're living your life. And this resonates so much with me because I can feel the freedom that we're supposed to have because I've lived lives where you don't have to worry about somebody having an agenda that is false and will corrupt you if you agree to interact with them. I wish that we could live like that because it's a beautiful, loving thing that we're missing to to be able to trust somebody so wholeheartedly that you know that they would not stab you in the back. But unfortunately, we are not living in that time and place. And I do not consent to that timeline. And I am doing everything in my power to live my life as I can from whether it be shopping at certain stores because I don't agree with their agendas. And every every store, unfortunately, has an agenda. And I don't care if you're pro this, anti that. Are you sending out a loving message? Are you doing the right thing when you are making your clothes or your products? If you eat meat, are you giving that animal a good life? before you slaughter it. Because you know what, if you're not giving it a good life that is energetically going into that meat, and you will be eating it. 
my daughter will eat at a restaurant and she'll be like, that was bad meat because she can feel the energy of that animal that was living. And she's like, I can't eat this from a restaurant anymore. And, you know, most people would chalk it up. Oh, that's indigestion. But stop, question it. Why am I feeling like this? Is it really because I ate too much? I overate? Or is that meal energetically talking to you? Did the cook have a bad day and was putting it into the food? And this is why when I eat and I know Michelle eats, we, you know, we energetically clear our food. We fill it with, you know, love. We talk to our angels while it's being prepared to make sure that it is in the highest level possible of love and light. Because I'm done playing these games. I can't wait till everybody else gets on board with being taking their sovereignty back and being a, the creator beings that we are meant to be with everything that we do from this podcast to washing my clothes to taking care of my animals from interacting with everybody on such a minute level that it is second nature. I like that you brought in about your daughter's example of that restaurant, because that is part of the inverted world is when they make you question your own intuition. Like, I'm sorry. Well, I'm not sorry. But who are you to dictate to me what I am feeling about what's going in my going on in my body? I know. And those that have been able to work through some of those things where you're not necessarily looking outside of yourself for those answers. Yes, maybe we need some validation and assistance. That's totally awesome. That's what we're here to help with. That is essentially the inverted world. They're questioning our intuition. Oh, no, you didn't feel that. Well, who are you? You don't know me from that tree out back. So no, don't accept that. Because what Don had alluded to earlier and talked about timelines is by us questioning our own feeling and what's going on in that situation and somebody else imposing here's what you should think or should do that's creating timelines if you question your intuition you're creating another probable timeline it is that instantaneous there may be some of you that don't believe in or maybe fully understand timelines and i think we'll have another episode which we go into more of what that looks like from a soul perspective but Every thought that we have is creating a future potential. So do you want that future potential to be a positive one or a negative one or something that's dictated by somebody else? I want one that's in my highest good and as positive as I can be. As Don said, we heal our foods because when you don't always know where it comes from, yes, a lot of the meat, sadly, comes from these large scale operations that do not care about the animal. They are there for their bottom line. And sadly, those animals aren't treated well and are living in pretty crappy situations, literally. I know so many farmers, you know, I grew up in a small town in Canada, and the farmers love their animals. That's what you want. You want to get a side of beef if you're eating meat from a local farmer that's put love into those animals or eggs from chickens that they're raising. Most of them have named all their animals, you know, and give thanks for the animal who gave their life to nourish you, whatever it is, and the plants eating vegan. Give thanks to the plants that are nourishing your body. And that's really what we do on a daily basis, whether it's our water, tea that we're drinking or food, we are sending love to that food. I'm sure most of you have seen videos that go around on social media about the impact of words on water. 
whether they freeze it. And you can see when negative things are being said or done around those waters. So by the time it gets to you, if that's happened, you're ingesting that energy. So why not put your own energy into it? Talk to your water, talk to your food. Like, thank you for nourishing my body. It doesn't have to be, um, I know some people will don't like the stereotypical prayer, but look at the intent behind. Whether you call it a prayer, whether you call it blessing your food, it doesn't matter. It's the intention that you're putting behind the food and what it's going to do to nourish your body. So just wanted to kind of add some extra information on that because I think that's such a basic thing that people can start off doing. Like you want to get out of this inverted world, take back the power of what you're ingesting and what energy you're giving to ingest it. If you want to go a step further, you can take back your power by planting your own garden, planting your own trees. We have peach trees. They only grow 15 feet tall. And honestly, you are controlling how they grow so you can keep them under 10 feet and just let them grow wide. There are so many ways to take back your power to say, I don't consent, especially with this appeal thing that they're putting on vegetables that has a hazard list of being super toxic to your body. And if you compost like I do, why would I want that in my compost? So instead of putting it in my compost, if I accidentally bite, I now have to put it in my garbage so it doesn't contaminate my ecosystem in my yard. So there's just little things that you can do to take back your power. Going to a farmer's market, finding a farmer you trust, ask them questions. Do you use pesticides? Do you use regenerative growing cycles for your vegetables? Which is another thing. We have stripped our land so much of nutrients. Our food is not as nutritious as I used to be. There are so many little things that we can do from doing a cover crop before we plant our seeds and then mowing it down to get the nitrogen and the all the good vi vitamins up to the surface that we you know, should think about. I mean, I know we go to the store because it's convenient, but how about stopping and thinking, how nutritious is this for me? You know, we buy these processed things, we go to fast food or we go to semi-fast food, which is still has like Roundup and other chemicals. I know my town water has 22 pesticides and other chemicals because a Coke plant is like probably about 10 miles from me and they dump in our lake where I get my where water comes from. So I have a reverse osmosis because I don't want those 22 chemicals in my body. These little tips and tricks, and it may cost a lot in the beginning, but in the end, it, it's going to be so beneficial to your health and your lifestyle. You're going to be like, why didn't I do this earlier? You know what? It all comes down to money, doesn't it? When you think of these APL, all of these kind of, I'll call them marketing gimmicks, because what they're trying to do is they're trying to use these buzzwords like with the climate that, oh, we're, this is going to help the climate by doing, you know, creating this plastic coating that will keep your fruits and vegetables longer. Okay, if you were to take a step back and common sense and just think about it from the perspective of, does that really make sense? A lot of times we can get easily wrapped up in the message that's being said to us and go, oh yeah, that makes sense. But when you really stop and think about the process that they're taking to get there, at the end of the day, these people coming up with these so-called like, you know, factory grown meats, oh, we're going to save the environment because cows 
clothes produce all this gas. It's bull crap. It is total hogwash. And, you know, they're even talking about trees. The carbon dioxide is hurting the environment. Give your head a shake, people. Like, I'm going to be tough on this one, is common sense. There's a hidden agenda behind it. That always leads to money. These people that are doing like the APL, they're hoping to make money off it. They're not doing it for free and out of charity and the goodness of their heart. They're doing it to make money. And they're trying to use buzzwords to hook you in to buy these things. Don't fall for it. That is the inverted world. That is what we're talking about lifting the veil off of. When things that we've been taught all of a sudden are coming around to say bad for you. Well, who's actually saying that? People making money off whatever they're doing. They don't have your best interests at heart at all. And that's why I think you see so many communities starting to do community gardens and you know, we have friends that have property that that's exactly what they're doing. They're planting stuff that we'll participate in. And that's what you need to get back to, back to basics, back to when things weren't so polluted and using chemicals. Just because things are quicker and easier doesn't make it better. Just take that step back from the messaging that you're getting and really think about if you were to do that on your own, would that be the result that you end up with? Probably not. You wouldn't want to coat your vegetables in something that you can't hardly wash off. As it is, so many things are covered in something. They're trying to preserve it to get it from some big farm to you. So like Don said, go to a farmer's market. And almost, I think every city, small towns definitely have them. Everybody has farmer's markets. Support those local people. Get Put the money back in their pockets, not the big companies that could care rat's ass about you quite frankly and just stop playing those games don't don't be sucked into their games because it's all about money for them they do not have your best interest at heart and when it comes to money why are we coding vegetables why are we not ending hunger why are we not ending the um deserts that don't have water i've seen the technology it's there we can do it we're not they're not here to help us they're here to sell their products that will poison us. That's why our we have plastic issues, we have poisonous waters, things are dying because of the system that they have said, oh, well, this is gonna help us, this is gonna help us. Well, if you just give us more money, it, we're gonna help you help us. And I'm done like giving my money to people who do not have my best interest at heart that don't want me to be healthy or happy. And I do have a doctor story. After I had my youngest, I was having acid reflux and their, you know, their solution was, oh, go on an antacid. My higher self was like, absolutely not. You're going to heal it yourself. And I said, all right, show me how. And I did. And it's not because you have low stomach acid. It's because you have high stomach acid because your body is out of balance. We're supposed to have low pH in our, so we can, you know, digest the food. But when you're, it becomes too alkaline, you cannot digest. There's ways for you to fix it. I would look into it. I took my health back. That was the first step. My uncle, he was a traveling salesman. He has retired and he decided, I want to go off my statin drugs. This is not helping me. I know the risk. And he did. And he's doing awesome. And he's like, I just couldn't do it anymore. He's like, I knew that the risks that I was taking with taking this drug were higher 
than living the natural way. And also when you're on a statin, there's certain things you can't eat. Why can't you eat grapefruit? Why can't you eat oranges? That just does not make sense. If we are living how we're supposed to, you should be able to have natural fruits and vegetables in your body. But with this drug, you cannot. It's all about questioning things. Or when you feel something, you know, I've often gone places and I feel like, oh my God, I need to leave. I should have left. Because there was energetically, I could not see beyond that veil. But I realized, and a lot of times it was churches. We know what happened with all these churches getting accused of having pastors doing things to children. I think I was picking on, up on the energy. I should have walked out. And I told my, a lot of the times it was places that my husband was like, oh, we have to go to this wedding. And I'm like, this is not a safe sovereign place. I should have left. So I'm working on clearing those timelines to taking my sovereignty back because I know that we do repeat lessons. And that's what this is about, taking your sovereignty back, stepping into that new you that is saying, no, I do not consent to the system that we think that we're stuck in. We can change it. It takes us. Change your energy, change your life, and you'll change the world. Absolutely. Woo! Mic drop. And One of the other things I want to bring up about the inversions that are out there in the world that sometimes we get sucked into, so to speak, there's always going to be a crisis created. That's how they get people to conform and to follow is they create fear. So I want to challenge our listeners that when they're talking about a war over here and a war over there and a potential war. Anytime something comes up as a potential that they're trying to create that fear out there, they want people to talk about it. And guess what? By talking about it, you are actually feeding that timeline to create it. Go back and listen to our manifesting episode because even if you may not be a really strong manifester yet, you're still giving the energy by talking about it, even if you're saying, I don't want this to happen, you're still participating in the conversations. And this is a really tough one because so many of us are warriors that, you know, we want to change the world and heal it. But by participating in the conversation around something that hasn't even happened, that's the key is they're throwing these things out there to see how much traction it can gain. Oh, can we Okay, so maybe we've overdone war. We're going to go back and create this kind of crisis and see how many people jump on board with that one. How much fear can we generate? Because when we generate the fear, guess what? Companies are making money out of that fear. Like there's always some solution that magically appears that some company and, you know, we can talk about the last what came in 2020. We don't even have to say what it is. We all know what it is, how magically there's something that you can inject into your body to fight it off. And then the messaging went to, okay, this is for your safety. And then they're guilting people. As soon as they're guilting you into doing something, red flag people. Doesn't matter what side of the equation you're on, I'm going to ruffle some feathers here. Telling me that I need to inject something into my body to protect somebody else is BS. As soon as you guilt me into doing that, why should I inject something that I don't feel is right for my body because of somebody else? Whole last couple of years, it's proven that it did not protect people from getting what they were saying it's protecting them from. I know so many people that followed the system and ended up with the very thing multiple times. So this is just an example of the fear that can generate compliance. And that is an inversion. 
I'm here to say it. I know a lot of people, family members, friends that, you know, and I'm, and I'm not judging. I want to be really clear. I'm not judging. There's lots, lots of circumstances around why people had to do this. I'm just saying that this is an example of things that they're throwing at us, try to get us to conform and either purchase something or do something that's making somebody else money. If this was truly for our highest good, these things would be free and nobody be making a dime off of it. If you truly want to save humanity with product XYZ, then it should be free and nobody benefiting from it because then it's truly for somebody's highest good because then they're wanting to help you no matter what. So be really wary of adding energy to these potential crises situation. Every 10 years, something different is coming up about the climate. Global warming one time, it's climate control, it's climate change, they're changing the words, and it's all about creating fear. Are there things that we're doing that are crappy for Gaia? Absolutely. Like we need to smarten up. But when they say that, and I'm really on a soapbox here, when they say that buy an electric vehicle, is saving the planet. OMG. Do you not see the diesel powered generators that are giving the electricity to charge your car? So you want electric vehicles so that we stop using gas and yet we're still using diesel to power the generators. Like it makes no sense, people. And the fires that are happening with these vehicles, they, they can't be put out. And the batteries are over $20,000 to replace. Like how is that a feasible, viable option that we're being forced? And I do not consent to that timeline. We do not have to consent to this timeline, people. We have the power to change it. We need to stand up and say, no, this is not a, an acceptable solution. Oh, it's just... I love it. Yeah. Girl. I, it's like, woo. It's just, yeah. It, um, and I'm typically not out there on social media, you know, expressing these points of view because I don't want to engage the people that are inverted, have dark energy. I just don't want it. Like keep that to yourself. And if you don't resonate with this episode, that's totally cool. Then you're not operating at the vibration that is meant to receive this information. And that's okay because this is a journey and we're all here about to level up and we've leveled up to this point. And when you were mentioning that thing that happened, I thought, Y2K, remember Y2K? And oh, oh my God, our computers are sh gonna shut down. The bank system is gonna close. I was just like, I don't understand. Like, aren't computers supposed to be smarter than us? <laughs> And I was younger, but what do I know? I mean, I'm just like this this person, this little person questioning if we program them, why can't we program them? Like who who thought of this really stupid? I just it did not understand that. And when the ball dropped and nothing went, happened, I was just like, well, that was like my wake up call to go. I really don't believe what's going on in the television system. And I'll, I'll add quickly to that story that, uh, yes, we threw a New Year's Y2K party because we thought if we're going down, we're going down together. <laughs> I knew you would be. <laughs> I remember where I was. Oh, actually, I think I had children. You know, it was my first one was like two. So I was busy being like, okay, you're going to go to sleep now. Like, <laughs> you know, dealing with two-year-olds. Oh, I'm not tired. Oh, yes, you are. I'm not tired. Yes, you are. <laughs> But, you know, we really didn't grow up with, I think we had cable when we lived in our first house because my in-laws paid for it. And then after that, I was like, what's the point? I mean, it was so expensive then. It's so ex more expensive now. Like you're just paying for them to feed you lies. So I'd rather feed myself food than be fed lies. Again, I've always 
beat my own drummer as I joke around. <laughs> I apologize to him. <laughs> but, you know, he's like, yeah, you're right. I, I, I You're done. I'm done. Let, let's move on. So thank you so much for listening. If you've made it this far, we understand that a lot of the things we are saying are not the norm but that's okay. And Michelle, I just saw something that said in 1970s, it was this in 1980s, it was this about the climate stuff. You know, when are we going to admit that it's been a manipulation to get you to spend money and change the way that you're living when what you're doing is a-okay and give away your sovereignty, take it back, do something to take back your sovereignty today. I don't care what it is, a little step Maybe it's deciding to grow tomatoes next year or something minor, but take your sovereignty back. Say, I'm not going to play these games anymore because it's all in your hands. I can control myself. Michelle can control your herself. And that's all we can do. But if we say no collectively together, we are empowering everybody around the world. And we love you for doing that. But we'll love you anyways. <laughs> well, exactly. We still love you. Um, because we are sovereign beings and we have free will. So, you know, we're just wanting to share what we've seen. And all it takes to start is to say, what if? Or, hmm, that doesn't quite make sense to me. That's all it is, is put the question out. Don't just accept what you're being given. Put it through your own BS filter, as we like to say. I, you know, I put it through my own BS filter to see if that makes sense. Just because it's said by even professionals in their field. There's always people in professional capacities that look at the situations differently. And, you know, when we talk about climate, well, guess what? We had an ice age. We had all these different places in time. Did they call it climate change back then? No, they didn't because it's a cycle. Mother Earth is going through cycles. And when we are abusing her, she is going to respond. However, it's not a solution by cutting down trees. That is the inversion. So hear me on that. When we start cutting down things that are natural to Mother Earth, that are homes for birds and animals and, you know, converting carbon dioxide to oxygen, how is that suddenly bad for us? So we need to put a stop to this. This is not okay that they're clearing out forests and I don't have to say the person's name that's buying up farmland because they're not doing it for good purposes. It's all about somebody else making money. If they can do things that try to create some poverty in the world, that's how they more easily control. And with prices of things out there, it's crappy. I can't, I I feel for our younger generation that are just starting out and they're having to deal with this. But we can say no, we can put a stop to it. We can grow our own food, like Dawn said, and do things to create that power and that sovereignty back within us. Anytime something looks like a gimmick, it's a gimmick. It's just the same message spun multiple different ways. So that's really what we're saying is look past the message that you're receiving and say, does that really feel right? Does that make sense before just accepting it as gospel that it's coming from your government or this big corporation that seemingly knows what they're doing? 
Well, government is just a business as well. It's all about money coming in, taxing you for different things, taxing for for global climate change and fuel, whatever it is. It's just ludicrous. That's really what it is. It's very sad to see, and I'm not sure right now who I'm channeling, but it's very sad to see the state of manipulation that is happening on us as sovereign beings. Because that's really what it is, is they're manipulating us and they're trying to figure out by throwing out all these little crises or situations, they're trying to see what's going to be the biggest impact so that they can manipulate and control us. And I do not consent to being controlled. Never have, never will. And just a final thought is turn off your TV. Spend a day without it. See how it changes your life. They're not going to get the weather right anyways. Go outside and see how it feels. And then bring a change of clothes because it might change again, especially if you live where I am, where you can start off, it'll be like 34 and then it'll be 80 in one day. So we love you. We honor you and we respect you. Thank you so much for listening. And we realize that is controversial, but our hearts told us it was time. Stay tuned for our next episode when we go into part two of spiritual signs and how to recognize those signs that are maybe giving you a warning or trying to shift the direction of what's happening in the moment. Follow, subscribe, and share. Embrace the spiritual on all podcast streaming services, YouTube, Instagram, and Facebook. Go to EmbraceTheSpiritual.com for additional content and a list of upcoming episodes. To book an aura regression or raw Reiki session, contact Dawn on her website, alchemy-sacredsound.com, and Michelle on her website at energeticembrace.com. Infinite love and gratitude. Thank you for joining us.